0: I never felt any pressure. I always, I told you, I always felt like I was the best player, and that's not being braggadocious. I just took that into that my approach. I just. I wish I had that. I just <laughs> that comes from being young and playing pee wee football. Like my mom was my biggest fan, so when you got a parent that's always there for you and pushing you and telling other people in the crowd, he the best. So (laughs) you develop that, you know what I'm saying? And then you start becoming good and you think like, I I really am pretty good at this. Yeah. Yeah. That's I always been like, like that. Even today in the gym, (laughs) working out training, I feel like I'm the best trainer in there and that's nothing against any other trainers. Yeah. I just take that approach to everything.
1: at home do do welcome to my
0: pad this lab go create your
1: mood. this episode is brought to you by subway
0: Casa, si Casa. Like Child, you what's
1: good everybody it's 99 miles per hour, see hour see. podcast with me your host percy garner and i'm excited for today's show i got family on the on the show and uh but before we get to to the family and the guests today I want to give a shout out to Subway. Appreciate it uh, for being a sponsor of the podcast, making it possible. Uh, I actually got to get my meal tomorrow. So can't wait to to try out one of that. Have you tried the new honey mustard? Uh, what's it called? Honey mustard rotisserie chicken. And I melt everything. You got to melt it. But appreciate you uh, to the Fishero family for being a sponsor of the show. We love you. And I will check you guys out. No cookies, though. We got to do just the sandwich. And then uh, we got some new merch coming. Check out the website, that's store.percygarner.com. Again, store.percygarner.com. Go there, check it out. All the proceeds go to a student, a Dover student, uh, to get a a scholarship to uh, help them in their their funds uh, at the university level. And then there was a a tongue smack. Anyways, let's get to the guest. So today, upon his request we won't do a big introduction everybody knows i love doing introductions but we got big bro you know my big brother uh jason garner how's the how's it uh how, how's life
0: life has been pretty good man we had a little wrinkle last week yeah beyond that everything is going pretty good man
1: that's good i know i was uh you know hesitating asking you to come on the show but you know i knew we've both through, been through some some stuff in our life so I'm, I'm i knew you could handle it but i just was like let me wait a little bit but you came through and i appreciate it i'm uh, i'm excited for the for today's show we gonna you know we gonna talk about you know the healthy left lifestyle that you live and and uh you know how you kind of took me and kind of helped my you know the, Back into my career and kind of help me be more successful, you know, kind of training me and and trying to make me eat better. I don't, you know, I don't know if you succeeded in that, but you tried. And then uh, also talk about other parts of, of my life that you impacted um, outside of the, you know, training. And that's just, I guess, basically like similar to our culture. You know how we dress and all that stuff, but uh we'll get into that. And you're obviously your sports career and and being a father to 19 girls. How many kids you got? Six, <laughs> seven girls. Seven girls. Oh. Goodness gracious, you catching up with Eddie Murphy, but uh, <laughs> but no, man. Um, first, I just want to, I guess, start off by just talking about. Like what made you, I think I know the story, but what made you just say, you know what? I'm, I'm done with all this, all this food, this, this meat you know, and a lot of stuff and become vegan.
0: I uh, got, had high blood pressure to start off.
1: Oh, uh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. And I really, I wasn't too concerned about it. I was young, dumb, but then I talked to a nurse and she explained it to me and I was like, oh, I better take care of that. So I just started eating a little bit better that way. Gotcha. And then I was working out on top of that. And I started reading about meal prepping and things like that. So I started meal prepping.
1: But you always worked out, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Always
0: worked out. But not, it was more for the look. Yeah. yeah, As opposed to being healthy and those things. Yeah. I started meal prepping, as I was saying. And I was cooking chicken one day, like cleaning it. And I got sick. I think I might have got salmonella. And after that, Uh I was like, if this food is making me sick without eating it, what is it doing to me? Eating it. Dang. So I just, cold turkey right there.
1: Wow. Yeah, I did not know that you got salmonella. I know there was a, the story was about, you know, you was prepping the chicken and you was just like, you told me you just like, you just got sick and I just thought that meant you was cooking the chicken and all this stuff, you was just like, you know, went over to the trash can. I didn't know.
0: (laughs) Didn't even make it to the cooking part was just like cleaning it up real good, peeling the, I don't know, that little, yeah yeah, yeah yeah, i How guess man- i did so many of them i got salmonella man it
1: was bad dang yeah that sounds bad and just so you know i know because i know i love eggs that's one of my favorite foods even though last episode uh we was talking about my fast nine questions and i said bread but <laughs> <laughs> eggs is like my favorite thing to, to eat you know that's why i love breakfast but like what what are some things that if if I went vegan, that I couldn't eat right now, besides meat, because everybody knows that.
0: If you went vegan.
1: Yeah. So everything from an animal, anything. Anything
0: that co- that's animal.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I still use honey. I'm not like. I don't oh, wow. do it even for think- like. To protect the animals, I'm not one of those
1: people. Oh I do okay it To protect myself. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: I still use honey, but any other animal product, I really don't
1: mess with. Dang, I didn't even think honey would be in there. That's yeah, crazy.
0: Serious vegans, they include
1: honey dang wow now do you uh like when because i know you you've worked out and you and you started eating and you know now with your with your girls how are you with them do you do you do they want to do what you're doing or do they sometimes eat vegan sometimes eat normal
0: yeah they they like to eat how i eat okay but when they're with me they eat vegan and when they go
1: home they don't oh okay so they get the best of both worlds if that's a thing
0: (laughs) you could say that Yeah.
1: yeah man okay so that's you know I guess I thought I knew my brother but it's finding out some stuff finding out some stuff and that's what this show is all about but no man like I've always struggled I never was like a big fast food eater like McDonald's ain't. it's not like I'm always going there my fast food would be like Subway, Chipotle like that type of stuff and and a lot of, you know, in college, I eat Chick-fil-A a lot. That's fast food, but I consider that to be decent, you know, but it would just always be my foods in between, you know, and we all know I'm addicted to Reese's cups, but <laughs> the chocolate, I just, the thing I, I've noticed about myself lately, because I just fasted for 24 hours uh, for the the Bible study group that I'm doing with church. And I'm like, you know what? I don't, cause I was at the dentist and I heard the the dentist when she was cleaning my teeth, her stomach growl. And I was like, I don't think I've had my stomach growl in a good like five years. I think that means I'm eating too much. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, I, I was, I've been trying to, after that, that 24 hours, I was fine. You know, when I, when I would get into that situation where I'm like, ah, oh, you know, cause I know you, me and you had the discussion when we were talking about, I think one of my sisters, uh, Marquisha Carey was like, yeah i'm doing this thing where you know i eat a whole bunch of small meals during the day and i was like i don't you know we both uh, i know you more than me the the ben greenfield book and and listening to that you know that's you don't you don't follow that do you i feel like it's better to to go less
0: yeah i've tried like six meals a day and it didn't work for me so i tell people just you got to find out what makes you feel good and what works
1: for you True.
0: That's how I go with anything. Six meals a day, small, big, whatever. It just—it's—it's it's a lot of food.
1: Man. I got you. Well, I mean, you can—you know—you you ain't got the same body type as me. And
0: even you, I don't think you could knock down six. Meals.
1: Nah, nah, not, not even even if they're small, because I would have. I'm just used to eating, yeah. like in one sitting, just not gouging myself, but I eat up to the point where. Not where I'm comfortable, where I'm uncomfortable, where I'm just like, okay, I can't eat anymore, and I think that's the one, yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing I, I I need to change.
0: That's that. Sleepy.
1: Yeah, it. Sleepy eating. Yeah, it's not good. Um, but uh, but I also want to ask you, you know, since I, I don't think I'm gonna do a fast nine at the end, but I just want to ask you, like, if you, if it's your birthday and and you know the best chef in the world is about to cook you a meal, what what meal would you want?
0: I like I like Indian food so I would probably have them make me some type of Indian something
1: now is that curry or am i what yeah, is it? curry oh, okay okay I okay Indian, you,
0: I would just say I'm vegan and put me together some Indian type of meal
1: okay I'm down with that I've been uh I've been smashing pim Fisher's uh you ever been to Penfisher? No, that's the Thai place. Yeah, yeah. I smashed. I've only had one dish from there. It's the chicken pad thai. And I keep the tofu in there too, you know. I like pad thai. Okay. Show you some love on the tofu. I, I mean, I had, I didn't know about any of this stuff till till you, of course. And, and uh, like, obviously, you impacted a lot of things in my life. But I want to, you know, kind of go into growing up. So you're, I would say, you're, t- I think you're 10 years older than me. Exactly, right? Yeah. Um, You know I, I Already as you was coming in I was saying You was my younger brother I think I look pretty young Right Josh face, Look good you Still got the baby face <laughs> Well I thought Because of you You got your face For what Like tw- like mid 20s yeah. I thought that was Gonna happen for me But it, it didn't
0: You got You got Different genetics
1: Yeah that's true You got the
0: size Not the beard
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I might I like the size But I would've Took some speed Uh, But I didn't get that gene <laughs> But uh I wanted to uh, kind of, you know, talk about several things. Obviously, our family is all about sports and you being 10 years older than me, I think that helped me out in certain times. Sometimes I get discouraged, but you you never took it easy on me down from uh, when we had the, the little six foot like Shack rim, the breakaway rim yeah. where we put it on the curve to elevate it a little bit. And, uh, you know, you never, you never were like, let me score. I had to earn each bucket. That's right. And, uh, like in your mind at that time, cause I don't think I've ever asked you this, but in your mind, like for you, was that in your mind of like, I ain't gonna let him score cause I want to make him better than I am. Or that was just you just being a savage to me as a child. No. Right.
0: It was, a, it was, uh, I was just trying to train you up, man. Just like you said, trying to make you better than I was. I love sports so much, so I would emulate guys when I played you. And I just wanted to show you, give you that same passion I mm-hmm. had. That's
1: all. I think it worked. Yeah. yeah. I mean, which with your girls, are you going to try to do something like that? You gonna Have you seen the the King Richard movie with the Serena twins? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: twin? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm a little older now, so I just let them – go their direction and whatever direction they go i'll just give them a little push like twins there in gymnastics i tell them if you're gonna do it you gotta be can't halfway do it you gotta go all the way
1: into it so true and i I agree with that and i try to stress the purse like anything you do i don't of course i would love you to play sports but no matter what you do because he's playing the piano if it's piano whatever it is you gotta yeah you gotta get in there you can't you know you can't just do it half-heartedly not practice not you know i want you to whatever it is i want you to be great at it so let's pick something that you you know are interested in i don't want you to just do something because i did it or whatever but um gymnastics though for girls i, I hope peyton you know gets into that but um i want to go back to obviously we i don't have the same genes as you because you was running back i tried to running back out at an early age and everybody realized this that that wasn't you grew it <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't going to be the thing for me. That was back when I played for the Steelers. Uh, Josh, you I think you're on the Broncos, right? Uh, boo. Anyways, um, playing for the Steelers, you know, wearing number 36 and being the, you know, trying, I wanted to be the running back so bad. I know dad was a receiver, but you were the person that I, you know, due to Reese, I'd never seen dad play. Right. All I saw was old black and white photos with him with an afro. So I didn't know, I didn't know, like, you know, what was going on. I just know, hey, Jason, you know, he was, you know, number 40, you know, running the rock, and that's what I wanted to do, and that's what, you know, you, you kinda, part of the basketball thing, you kinda just trained me to do that, you know, and and kinda making me tough, you know, cause me being the youngest out of dads, or not youngest, but, you know, the youngest boy, right. where you couldn't just go and tackle Marquisha. but, <laughs> I mean, uh, it was something, dang, I did it again, it was something that, uh, you know, I appreciated, not at the time, but looking back, I'm like, You know, big bro was looking out, but I mean, you said you, you know, you wanted to make me better than you and, and, but there was more stuff in there. It wasn't just about, Hey, perform well, like you were trying to instill other things in me and I've noticed that now, but like, just talk about like how you, how you saw it. Were you, did you think I was spoiled? Did you think I was a little, I was soft or what? (laughs)
0: Just my little brother, man. And everything I had, I just wanted to pass on Stuff that I learned. That's all. I was just trying to groom you up, man. Just love for that I had for you. That's all.
1: Mm. See, I didn't take it as love, you know, but...
0: Tough love. (laughs) Yeah, tough
1: love, tough love. I appreciate it. A couple knots here and there. (laughs) Well, most of that was because... So, we lived at Grandma's, and you had your your big shoe collection, uh, which I found out was just a portion of it, but in Grandma's basement. And you know, I would... Because I... You know, I ain't trying to, when I was in seventh grade, I wore the same shoe size as you do now.
0: That tells you how fast you grew. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I was, you know, going down, sneaking the J's and this was before everyone was sneakerheads. It was really just a part of, I feel like our culture that now has been adopted by a lot of people. I'm seeing all types of kids, you know, that care about sneakers, even gr- young girls. But quickly, before we talk about, you know, the butt webs you used to give me, what Cause i know you inspired me to want to you know dress and and have you know nice sneakers and all that like what what inspired you did you have someone in the family or was it just hip-hop culture athletes
0: it was just part of hip-hop culture my mom though she kind of seen that i was into it so she kind of pushed it forward like i'm i see that you into this so I'm, I'm gonna help you out with it a
1: little bit okay
0: yeah she she played a, a vital role in that too it's shocking that a lady would do that Yeah yeah i mean kept me fresh a lot of the times
1: (laughs) for sure i mean my mom did the same thing you know have me and markeisha carry all like and and dominate just matching outfits with matching shoes different jerseys and stuff but i just think it's funny and the moment i have about that is when i got into adult size and my mom said no more More.
0: Too too much
1: that was that was tragic but um i know obviously the Cause you you said I'm not an '80s baby, so I'm a '90s baby. Even though I was born in '88, I grew up in the '90s. Correct. Right. So I'll you know I'll, I'll take that from you. But for you growing up and and, and growing up in the '90s and late '80s, like I, th- I remember the first uh you know and I wanted to, I want I want to get to other stuff, but this stuff is so fascinating to me. I just want to know what you because I never asked you this stuff before. But like when when you, you know you your mom you know Shauna she started realizing that you was into this stuff and, and dressing nice. Like, cause I, I used to, you know, talk about, and Uncle Grover used to talk about, like, yeah, Jason iron everything. You know, he gotta look fresh. And I always, uh, you know, I always kind of envied that, you know, cause not everybody's born with the ability to dress and, and look good. But even at, you know, on Janet's funeral, you know i pulled up i think i'm clean in my suit and i pull up I'm like jason over here and, and, look, and looking clean and i'm like dang man it's i always always one up me but um like for you was it a is it a conscious thing was all your friends trying to be clean or did you have some dingy friends like <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: like the friends ran the gambit so you know where i grew up at it was low budget so yeah you know i grew up in the projects in cannes so not everybody was afforded so The guys that had things to bring your friends along with you you know go ahead man you can get this you can get that you can get these sneakers that's all you know fresh together but yeah i I tried to out fresh the freshest that that was me (laughs) so that's why i developed certain things i learned from older guys like my one of my best friends brothers he's the reason i iron clothes oh okay fourth grade i would be in his room and he's ironed 20 pair of jeans really creasing them i'm like why are you doing that man he said man if you don't start doing this you never gonna get no ladies <laughs> from that moment on. Like I just it. I just mimicked him. but I wasn't a crease guy. But I just made sure there was no wrinkles in anything. So I just learned little things from guys.
1: That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah. No, I uh, I, I think it's funny now looking back at, at you know our my childhood and, and and stuff like that. And there's plenty of stories that we might share at a different type of episode, different setting, but. We talked about the fashion and a little bit of the sports. Um, but what made you like later in my career? Because, you know, I never, you know, obviously I knew you worked out. I knew you were training other people, uh, but they were different, different stages of their life than I was. You know, I was a professional athlete trying to, you know, dip into the major leagues. I've been in the minor leagues for a while. And obviously what I was doing wasn't working. So uh, I looked at the opportunity and I'm like, all right, let's see what Jason's talking about here. And I know I talked about, I didn't really do the, the eating thing, but I started working out with you and, you know, we started kind of on what you was doing, uh, you know, CrossFit style stuff or CrossFit style stuff, but you kind of abbreviated it for, for baseball players. And then later on in my career, one, you know, we kind of changed it up a little bit, but were you like kind of chomping at the bit, like man, this dude need to let me get get him right, or was it kind of just a spare the moment thing where it just worked out where we ended up starting working out together?
0: I, I, I never was chomping at the bit. I figured you were professional, you were around professionals, so I figured they would get you together. But when the time came around and we talked about it, I was like, I got something for him. You know, mm-hmm. it was just like going backwards to when you was a little guy. It was the same thing in my mind. I'm just training my little brother up it it never had to do with getting you to the next level or being a professional athlete athlete you were just my little brother i just wanted to see you be at your best that's it
1: that's what's up well i appreciate that and then uh i i i want to dive into so many things but i really want to get to your sports career because you know obviously the garner name my dad was great at sports my mom was great at sports your mom was great at sports and it's, it's just something that comes with it and on the ride here you was talking about you know your kids you told them like look if you're gonna do something <laughs> you know we ain't doing it you gotta go hard you yeah, know yeah, so you gotta go all the way yeah. so I knew I wanted to play sports immediately just because looking at you and you playing at Dover and all that stuff uh, and, and Nick and, and everybody even like Julius and Eugene everybody that you know I grew up with family non-family was, was playing football and and you know, doing it big, not just kind of on the team. So I was like, all right, I know I got to be one of the top, the top players eventually. And uh, it wasn't happening for me at first. But for you, you know, I guess if we talk about early on in career, did you know, like, okay, early on, like, I'm, I'm going to be a, you know, a hooper or a football player. I just knew it was going to happen.
0: Basketball, not so much. Football, I just love football so much. I knew that I was going to play football. So basketball came later on, but as far as football, I loved it. I watched. I always wanted to be a running back, so I used to watch Barry. I used to watch Bo. I used to watch Gale Sayers. I used to watch Dickerson. I used to watch the guys in college be enemy and all those
1: guys. I just loved it. So. Oh wait, be enemy? The Eric be for Buffalo. I oh. mean Colorado. I mean. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh. I, I,
0: it's I, like I can't recall them all off the top of my head, but I just used to watch all of the guys that played and i just tried to emulate them that's all
1: yeah i think that's big that's what i did i know i don't know if josh you ever imitated any baseball players but we would always switch up our batting stances we that would just i don't want that to lose to be lost in in today's generation but i
0: don't think i don't i don't think that they they do that they don't do that and growing up i would watch just a michael jordan commercial that you know, be like Mike commercial yeah. soon. It was over. As soon as it was over, I was going to get a ball and I was going to the mini park <laughs> and I was trying to dominate It's Just little things like that. I would watch North Carolina or Syracuse hoops and I would, I'm, I'm off to the mini park, I'm going to emulate everything. I just seen I don't think kids look at LeBron and those guys like that nowadays and try to do what they do. I don't even think they, they understand how great some of those players are. Yeah. It's just a different day and time now.
1: do do you think it's because players are more human now you see them more off the court like jordan you only saw him in a bulls uniform dunking on somebody
0: yeah i think (laughs) it's more access now yeah jordan was like mythological yeah yeah. that's true that's true you might see him in an after game interview maybe but you you've never seen him outside they might show him playing golf or something like that yeah you had to wait till game time and then watching them Being announced All that stuff used to Give me chills man When the bulls Would turn the lights off
1: Oh that That dude's voice oh, Before After that it was Fly like an eagle in Space Jam Yeah I think that's the only reason I like that song I was like man This is Just And, and I think that's funny Because I, I, I feel the same way You do When I When I see something Even now Even though obviously I can't really <laughs> Do much But I'm still like I go I find myself Going back and watching Dion highlights And I'm just like man I, I wanna get back On the field But yeah. Uh, who was your favorite uh, football player But I know you named a lot a lot of running backs but you know I brought up Prime Time. he was you know he was one of my favorite and I really didn't have a favorite quarterback growing up because to me there wasn't really someone exciting to watch until like Michael Vick came like it was just kind of Everyone just you know they they were great. They you missed threw a passes. Lot of good quarterbacks. Was Randall? You I, well, I, I didn't. I, I liked Randall and, and Warren move, but you missed a lot of guys. Bro. I did. I did.
0: I did. For me, Barry Sanders was it, man. Yeah. The stuff he used to do was unreal. He was so little, you know he he hurt people. So <laughs> he, he's moving around back there, and he didn't. You know he he was the reason why running backs are twelve yards deep now because he never had a fullback and his line wasn't that good. He just did it on his own.
1: Dang I always heard about Stuff like that But I didn't know You know You hear about athletes Obviously Jordan Changed the way The game was way you wore your shorts The way you Players did a lot of things But I didn't realize Barry had that Much of an impact Because usually What are they Eight yards back Or yeah, Between five and eight oh, Okay okay Dang I didn't know that He was
0: back deep As his safety would be
1: That's crazy That's crazy Yeah see Learning stuff every day that's what, that's what we do here But um, Now before You know Obviously We We uh You know Talked about your favorite players And growing up Like When you came to Dover Cause I want to touch on that Before we get into fatherhood But When you came to Dover Like What type of offense Was Dover running
0: I think it was just like A I
1: Formation oh, okay, I came okay. when
0: I, I came twice I came in 7th grade Okay And then I had I played seventh grade and i left because it i had too many problems gotcha and then i came back at the in the ninth grade and i stayed okay so the first time i came it was like a i formation type of offense and in 10th grade i can't remember what we ran with coach Sowers, I, honestly but after that is when coach if came and we went to it was kind of like a pro style offense my my junior year and then my senior year we went to wing t
1: okay so you was you was with coaches first year what, what was your first impression of coach if
0: he was my type of coach he was intense he knew exactly what he wanted and you know i, I like that i like coaches that you know are in your face because yeah. i'm in your face too yeah, so, I, like, uh, yeah it, I didn't have a problem with you know i liked it. i thought that's coming from what what we were i thought we needed a kick in the butt
1: okay okay i, I like that because i always you know coach von kennel coach ift that it was always you know I'm just used to that and right. then when I went and you know was playing in pro ball especially baseball that's just not the that's not the thing
0: it's different they dealing with
1: grown men yeah, that's they, true.
0: they can't talk to you a certain kind of way
1: <laughs> that's true i guess i didn't think about it that, that that way but even in college like there was one time where my coach coach bills you know got into me cuz it was a bad game but other than that it was just a different just a different environment but so So that's what's up, like, and you would, uh, so his first year was 90, 95? No,
0: coach, his first year was 96.
1: Okay, okay. How many guys y'all have on the team? Not many. (laughs) Really?
0: Maybe, I don't know, maybe 40 something. Dang. We didn't have many at all.
1: That's funny. I didn't want to focus too much on Dover because it's so long. You know, you old. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. But I just, I, I you know, when I get asked these questions, I'm like, oh yeah, because I'm, I'm curious about certain things. But, um, the the time of the of the '90s was it's always interesting to me. And then did it did it bring you back to the halftime show? Nah, you you weren't into it.
0: I, I really didn't watch it that much. Oh, I okay. knew what I knew what I was gonna see. I
1: thought Tupac was coming, they was
0: gonna make a holographic oh, Tupac. Yeah, I knew what I was gonna <laughs> see. So, I, you know, I really, far as all the Super Bowls, there, I can't remember one I sat and watched the whole time. Really? I, I want to watch the game.
1: Yeah, true, true, true. You know, I'm, I'm not
0: a. I like the commercials more than halftime
1: show. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the halftime show's been kind of dookie though lately. So I, you know, I didn't know, but. Um, no, nah, man, it's it's good having you here, and it's just weird, you know, because I I plan to have family in when we're sitting on the couch in the new studio. Studio's coming, I promise. What, right, Josh, you said it's coming. I'm gonna hold you to it. But um, I just want to, you know, before we get out of here, I want to talk about, you know, seven girls and, and being a, a, you know, a father. What's what's that mean to you?
0: Everything, man. Family. That's the. That's the main ingredient for me, man. Without, I mean, that's the key, man. Without that, I, I don't know what type of guy I would be. You know, I love the girls with death. deaf. And it's a challenge. Yeah. You know, dealing with seven different ladies. And, <laughs> and, and, and all of them want to be the main lady, yeah. so to speak. But yeah, it's, it, I love it, man. I wouldn't change it for the world.
1: That's what's up. I know, you know, me only having two, I want to have more, but, you know, our plans don't always, go the way we want them to but for for you being the type of uh of like role model you are now like i never looked like growing up i didn't look at you that way i looked at you as the kind of the person i wanted to be and i say that because i was always you know the the nice kid smiling all the time and you know, I've talked about on my episode, like previous episodes, that I didn't always have the the confidence that I thought I should have in sports. Like in socially, obviously, I'm cool, but I never thought, like, with the with the with the talent I had, I never thought I was as confident as I should be, or you know, someone that was just always in attack mode. And I'm sure you saw that, but I looked at you as like as the athlete that was, you know, super confident you know wasn't scared of nothing and and then of course you had you know the swag before they even use the word swag <laughs> and you know accessories you know all that stuff
0: hey, Dion said man you look good you play good gotcha. I, took, I took that to heart man you, you
1: know. <laughs> i mean i kind of do that now too i mean i know you know, that's, Coach, Coach don't know that's wearing no wristbands or nothing, but...
0: <laughs> that's all part of the confidence. Yeah. You know, if you feeling good going into the game, you, you're going to play good. You're going to do something in that game, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, that you know, that helps your team out.
1: So. What, what, what type of mindset did you have coming into games in high school, late in your career, and when, you know, you knew how good you were and, and what you wanted to accomplish? Like, what were you thinking? Were you a big, like, uh, visualizer? Uh, and like, just kind of see yourself doing great things. I didn't do it intentionally. I just did that, especially in away games on the bus, riding there. But you know, how was your? How would you come into games in, in in competition?
0: I was like that. I was a visualizer. I was focused. I just wanted to do anything I could do to help the team. So whatever that was, I was on. I was all for it. But yeah, I used. To, I would sit and with my headphones on and think about scoring two or three touchdowns or making a big play or, you know. A special teams hit or mm-hmm.
1: anything, you know. That's what's up. No, I uh, I always always thought it was it was cool, and I guess I never t- talked about you know, the the what I would do when I would go down in the basement and, and steal the shoes. But I mean, everybody they got an imagination, you know. I was in middle school, and by that time, you had graduated. Oh yeah,
0: I was a grown man. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so. You guys can imagine I was the. I'll bring this story up because this is one of the 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 worst ones. Uh, when I was in eighth grade, there was the. They might even came out back again, but it was the low top retro 11s where it was all white and the patent leather was red. And I could not remember. Did you? Did I put the red shoelaces in it? Or you? You had the white ones, and I put the red yeah, ones I think, in. I think you might have switched them out. So I switched out the red laces, and then I went and played the eighth grade basketball game. <laughs> and the 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 laces bled all over the shoes and for y'all sneaker heads is watching it's probably like oh man but yeah i pretty much ruined i tried my best to clean them up but i I already knew what was going on it's almost like dad when i would do something break a window or do something and he's coming home from work i'm like oh crap i already know what's going on i'm gonna need couple underwear on and all that Mm. but I was just like dreading that day when I was like when Jason realizes what I just did to his shoes man (laughs) and it was it wasn't pretty but like there's plenty of those stories and and uh I, I just uh I'm glad that you know I had you come on and you know I want you to come back on the show as well you know maybe we have you know more athletes from this area because we was talking about the history a little bit and i and i could go on forever but the history i was i was uh, uh you were kind of telling me about was a lot of people because i knew about you know dean richards U C, colbert um you know peewee and but i didn't realize how how good big colbert was or colbert um but there's plenty of people you know cj uh paris robbie robbie woods rest in peace but i just obviously i never got to see them play and and you know, I appreciate, I didn't know how you felt about, you know, athletes from our area and who grew up in our neighborhood. And it, it was nice to hear you, you know, bring them up and, and give them their flowers because I, and just before, you know, make sure people know when I say give them their flowers, that just means give them credit, pay homage, you know, talk about how great they were. Cause I wanted to do that with you. Cause I feel like that never, you know, you never really got that, especially, you know, everybody in this community, they look at me a certain way and, you know, I'm very appreciative of it and I've accomplished great things, of course, but I, I do give credit to, to everyone around me. I don't think I'm like, you know, I did this myself. I give credit to you, dad, you know, family, Susie, the community, teachers, coaches, pretty much everybody that pours in. But, you know, not everybody has the same experience around here. And I know I already had C on the show. And you know he gave his his look on what you know what it was like in this area, and and that was a different time. We was going through a lot of stuff in society at that time because I think that was 2020. He was one of the early episodes when it like we was recorded yeah. in a prison cell, but <laughs> but now he you know because of jobs we look a little bit better. But just like how I want to ask this, just give like uh, you know people from this area. I don't know if they, you know, everyone probably remembers C and and what he did at winning Ohio State, uh, the national championship. And um, but I just want your take on the history of, you know, I guess, athletes at Dover. And I don't mean just just black athletes, but I just mean just the 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 talent that came out of this air this area. I feel like people don't really. A lot of talent yeah they don't really think about it or or kind of give and i want to use this opportunity to kind of give people some credit that maybe has never received any you know so who was uh who was the i guess from our area the person that you thought not was the best but that you looked up the the most to. uh, it wasn't one person it
0: was it was a lot of them just coming down here visiting dad you know being the athlete, you hear stories, you hear him talking about somebody. You hear our Uncle Bill talking about somebody. You hear our cousin Monty talking about
1: somebody. Oh yeah, somebody. I can't leave out Monty, my bad. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. So, God. She, so she when played you hear the these Bowl. guys
0: mention these names and they go they the way, way back to the forties and fifties, you you just start thinking about it and as you get older you start relating to guys, C J and Parrish and those guys were my I was young I'm younger than them, so I was able to watch them play. I go in and Charlene's house and see Monty on the wall. So me, I'm like I'm, i'm going to be part of this legacy i want to be better than all of them so you just you just see that stuff and hear that stuff and it it make you proud and just want to be part of it yeah i took all i always thought about that too going back to that question that you asked about mind state i always felt like i had to be as good as them if not better to try to carry on Mm -hmm. what they what they laid down for so
1: yeah And, and it's weird that you look at it like that because I I noticed the same things. I saw Monty on the wall with the Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl champ. And, you know, I saw see what he did. I saw, you know, how great you were, you know, and I saw I heard about guys before that, you know, but I never it just never seemed like it was something I could reach just because. I don't know. It just didn't seem like someone from Dover could do it, and it seemed like everyone from this area would either get hurt or something would happen to derail their career. Where we couldn't have, you know, someone have a, a crazy long career, be an all star, or you know, win the, the best rewards in that uh, awards in that sport. So for me, when it did happen, I was just like, it's crazy. And I, I, I'll admit, when I got to pro ball, even in the minor leagues, I was like, okay, I'm a professional baseball player. I'm getting paid to play baseball. Like, I made it. And then, it, about a, two years, I was like, what am I talking about? Like, what? Uh, I, I still got work to do. Yeah. Then, it happened again. Once I got up to the big leagues, I was like, you know, and it was a lot shorter time. When I got up to the big leagues, I was like, okay, this is amazing, I made it, I'm playing for my hometown team, this is great. But that, I would say, not two years went by, I would say maybe, you know, two weeks went by, and then I was like, all right, I gotta be an all-star, I gotta, you know, win all these awards, and I put a lot of pressure, pressure. on myself, yeah. but, I feel like you didn't look at the the legacy as pressure.
0: No, I didn't. I never felt any pressure, like to be like them. I just wanted to do some of the things that they done. If if it afforded me to go to the next level, then great. But I never felt any pressure. I always, I told you, I always felt like I was the best player, and that's not being braggadocious. I just took that into that my approach. I just I wish I had that. I just <laughs> that comes from being young and playing Pee-wee football. Like my mom was my biggest fan. So when you got a parent that's always there for you and pushing you and telling other people in the crowd, he the best. So you develop that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then you start becoming good and you think like I, I really am pretty good at this. Okay. So yeah, yeah. That's I always been like, like that. Even today in the gym working out training. Yeah. I feel like I'm the best trainer in there. And that's nothing against any other trainers. Yeah. I just take that approach to everything. I mean, Cause I d- I want to be the best. And I'm not the most knowledgeable. I always try to learn things from anyone. So, I just take that approach to everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean that's I think that's the best approach. I mean, Michaela said it better. Uh she said it best in the last episode about, you know, Master, you know, cuz I called her the master right. of I don't know what I call ma- marketing or whatever I, I called her the master of, but she was saying, you know, it's, it's that term is funny because you know, you, you're never supposed to, you never stop learning. Yeah, yeah. You, it's not like you're like, well, I know Let's everything there is to know. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that was pretty good, but no, nah, man, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I feel like, you know, we touched on a lot of stuff and, and I'm trying to, you know, every day. Cause you know, we'll, we'll talk on the phone for a while. Cause I'll, you know, I'll, Bring up wishful thinking about Okay this new diet I'm going to try Or this workout plan But instead of just Talking about it I'm just going I'm, I'm going to get into it And I'm going to start doing it And then At a certain point You know I, I want to get back Into the gym with you
0: No problem Anytime I'm
1: always there. That's my office. (laughs) I like it. All right, man. Well, appreciate having you on the show. We'll have you back on again. I appreciate Um, you having me. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of impromptu. I'm like, hey, yesterday, I'm like, hey, you trying to come on the show? So, I (laughs) I appreciate you coming through. Um, But, again, just wanted to, uh, you know, tell you that, you know, before we go, like, you know, you weren't just, like, uh, I didn't look at you as just a big brother, like, it was was different and it's funny because as i got older the appreciation grew and usually that's how your parents are at first you're young you're like oh my parents don't know nothing they're stupid and then when you get you know about 23 24 you're like huh okay you
0: get a better understanding that's all
1: it is yeah but for you like you know obviously when you're young you don't realize certain things so growing up with you always like oh this dude's mean he always you know he always, uh, you know, folds me up and, and, and beats on me and stuff. But, you know, I didn't see the bigger picture. And and now that I'm a father, I kind of, you know, I, I see the benefits that I got of being, you know, a younger brother. And, and Peyton's doing that for Purse. She's talking quicker. She's got, got a bigger vocabulary. When you have someone, a bigger, uh, older person, person, yeah, yeah with a, a, they influence you. And I just want to let you know, because I feel like I never really straight up was like, hey, Jay, you know, I appreciate everything you've done. And you know, I kinda, you know, I looked up to you. Obviously, I know you. You knew that, but it, it's different when I come out and say it. So, I appreciate, and I appreciate the type of the the man you are today for your kids, and you know, because I missed, you know, I feel like I was gone for so long. I just missed a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> so when I came back to 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 see, you know, um, you know, what you was doing, how you was doing it. It just, and you know, the text you send the family and. And uh, I also saw a different side of you when I came back because, you know, I never really saw you joke and and laugh a lot. I was always just I always just thought you had had, an attitude. I always
0: had the serious face.
1: (laughs) You know, the face you got on now.
0: (laughs) You know, Diaz told me that one time. Really? I I never thought I could talk to you because you always looked like you was mad about something. So that stuck with me. And I just, you know, having the girls, I'm like, man, you got to look, you got to lighten up a little
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that's, that was God's way. <laughs> but again, um, I want to say, you know, thank you. And I know we've, me and uh, you, have been through a lot of adversity with both of our parents passing away, and and you know, I always thought myself for my younger siblings that I was the rock, and then obviously. Uh, you being uh, one of the oldest of my dad's kids you was the rock that a lot of us leaned on so appreciate that and uh, like I said I want to give you your flowers after I saw on TNT they was giving T-Mac his flowers Hmm. so I was like oh this would be perfect let me do this for for my big bro so uh, appreciate you and thank you to everybody tuning in week after week we still ain't at a thousand subscribers we need like 700 more (laughs) help
0: them out help them out
1: let's go Get his subscribers up. Let's do it. We need to We need to get that up there. But um, we're going to keep bringing you content. Uh, you know, I got a lot of stuff planned out through June. Josh don't know this yet, but I'm putting it on the calendar as it comes up. So um, make sure you go to store.percy.com. Help out, you know, Dover students. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. Anything I missed? Oh, thank you, Subway, for sponsoring this podcast and making it possible um, like I said, we need to hurry up that contract because I'm I'm enjoying <laughs> the subway and the new stuff they're coming out with every day. But uh, without further ado, let's let's just end the show. Oh, the one thing I wanted to do is is I wanted to talk about the Rainbow Connection. So, March 6th, (laughs) we got the telethon coming up. If you guys wanna donate to the Rainbow Connection, go to www.tuskrainbow.org, and there's a big blue button up there. So, what we do is we help uh, help people with their medical bills, prescriptions, hearing aids, diabetes supplies, and more. Uh, If you wanna be a part of that, then uh smash the blue button. you do it exactly I, I should start saying that that's the thing they say on oh, they smash the like button <laughs> anyways leave it up to jason but uh thank you again for uh for listening appreciate you we'll see you next tuesday peace